This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. God bless you about a week ago. October 23rd, we, many of us, gathered in Mobile, Alabama in support of the Juwan Dallas family. Juwan Dallas was a young man who was tased to death by the Mobile Police Department earlier this year. This was a rally that was held at Bethel AME Church in Mobile, you hear myself, the family, and Bishop Barber as well. Justice for Jawan Dallas. My name is Trevor Woolrich, and I'm privileged to serve as the pastor of Bethel AME Church. And so tonight I'm going to just operate in my role as pastor for the Dallas family. Before I offer prayer, let me offer you this. There are some very familiar words that I say with families at times like this that all of us have heard over and over again. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at last he will stand upon the earth, and after my skin has been destroyed, then from my flesh I shall see God, who I shall see on my side, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. My heart faints within me. For we brought nothing into this world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. I have had to do this with families before, parents who lay to rest a child. I've always identified them as a no-name funeral. Before you get upset with me, I understand we're talking about Juan, but if you're parents die, you become orphans. If your spouse dies, you become a widow or a widower. But there is no name to describe the pain that a parent feels when a child dies, however that child dies. And all they know is that that is my baby. The law of nature says we have our children, and our children bury us. We do not bury our children. But I come with some hope for the Dallas family. 
David said it this way in the 91st Psalm, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, I will trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and, fowler and from the perilous pestilence and cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. He, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you. Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Watch this, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. God's word for God's people. I just wonder if there is a believer or two in the place tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. that while it is the Dallas family at this moment, every one of us at some point in time in our lives have had a moment when we thought we were gonna lose our minds because the circumstances were overwhelming. But I stand here tonight as a living witness that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is still alive and well and he's able to do the exceeding and the abundant above all that you hope and you pass. I am a living witness that there is no trouble in this world that you can't overcome as a result of a God who is able to deliver you. Paul writes in the 8th chapter of Romans and the 28th verse, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. So in the dark moments, in the bad moments, when the stuff has gone sideways every way, I want you to understand he has not abandoned you. But that stuff and the good stuff is going to bring the victory stuff because God is God. Oh, I wish I had one witness. Just, just, just somebody who would agree with me tonight that he's able to do that. I believe it. I trust him. And victory is just around the corner. You have to work for it. You got to fight for it. But it's, it is there because God is. That's a whole sentence. For all the educators in there want you to have a noun and a verb. And so I need you to understand that God is a whole sentence. He's a rock in a weary land and a shelter in the time of storm. My brothers and sisters, we will trust him. And so in those moments when you cannot 
function. I dare you to go to prayer and talk to God. Let us pray. Eternal and all-wise God, our Father, and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, we come now and follow the example of Christ in Gethsemane, that while he came for the purpose, even he cried out to you, O God, and said, if this cup can pass from me, but not my will, your will be done. We don't understand and don't know why we are in these circumstances at this moment, but we are. And while we lift Juan's name tonight and lovingly remembered by his family and his friends and this community, this church, while we lift his name because we can hear his voice no more, we now wait for you, God, to intercede in and about with those who have authority, those who can release the video, those who can make it possible for this family to see it, that they would do so now. God, we petition you because you can get in places we can't get to. You can speak to folk that won't talk back to us. We come right now in the name of Jesus, pleading our case before you, asking, oh God, that you would intercede right now in the city of Mobile, in the county of Mobile, and anywhere in the state of Alabama that somebody got some power that can make a change and a difference here tonight. We come. We come wretched and undone, sinful and undeserving. But you have bid us come, and because of our experience with you, we have discovered that your grace and your mercy is sufficient. And so we will praise your name. It hurts and the tears are rolling, but we will lift up your name tonight anyhow. Despite all of the pain we feel, we still believe that you are our Savior, you are our God, that you are righteous and holy and everlasting and Alpha and Omega. We believe all of that tonight. But God, where we are doubting sometimes is what we see with our eyes. So help us, oh God, with our unbelief. Strengthen our faith. Increase our trust in you that we might indeed see and feel the victory. Bless this Dallas family. Wrap your loving arms round about them. Keep them day and night, and while the rest of us have gone to sleep and on with our own business, when they wake at two and three in the morning with the tears rolling down their face, God, won't you comfort them at that hour? Now, Lord, we want to say thank you. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for being better to us than we've been to ourselves. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing. And while we can't see it all work out just yet, we trust you. So we thank you in advance for what you will do. Now forgive us and help us to be forgiving. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And amen. 
Somebody put your hands together and bless the name of Jesus. I just thought maybe you really wanted to bless his name. I mean, I, let's make believe it's Saturday and we're in the fourth quarter and both teams is tied. Could you act like you're talking to your TV right now? Can I get somebody to bless his name? Somebody to give him glory? Somebody to lift him up because he is? Who he is, we bless the name of Jesus. Reverend Allgood will come now and lead us. Good evening. It's good for all of us to come together tonight to support the Dallas family and to seek justice for Juwan. I cannot fathom the hurt caused by the loss of a child and our hearts go out to him in our prayers. Kind of be one of the hardest things a parent has to do. And let me tell you something. It's even more tragic when your child is killed by police who took an oath when they were employed to protect and serve. As we know there was no protection in the case of Juan. We have to come together as a community to seek justice. Justice always comes with a sacrifice now. It may be the most precious thing that we have. It may be our time. But if we don't fight for justice, it can come back to home us. You know, it's like going up against Goliath sometimes what we feel like going up against the city administration but we know that we're the Davids and that we can do this but if we don't do it now the same tragedy could be at our door and I don't care who we are so let's continue to fight for justice. Let's continue to support the Dennis family and seek justice for the one. Bless you. Brother James Jackson. Through here. 
I know if I can get through there, you can. Amen. Good evening, everybody. Uh, J1 Dallas didn't deserve this. He was just comfortably sitting in his car, and he was uh, confronted by the um, Mobile Police Department. The police were called out for another incident that he had nothing to do with. They had no business bothering him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's sad that we're not getting transparency from the city. They know what went on. But guess what? Whatever's done to dog will come to the light. So be patient, Mama Dallas, and feel we're going to get justice for Jay. I love the fight that you got. Keep fighting. We'll be right behind you, 100%. I'm with the Poor People's Campaign. I'm uh, on the Coordinating Committee. I'm also with the NAACP. I'm a co-chair with the Criminal Justice. Um, and um, we, we, we want to support you all the way to the end because this ain't right. Uh, they are supposed to protect and serve, but they out here bullying and killing. That ain't right. We're going to get to the bottom of this tomorrow. We're going to show the world that we want transparency. This family deserves closure, clarity. We're not going to stand for this. The most scariest thing is the people, who, the, the policemen who did it are still out on the street nine times out of ten, not being held accountable. I wish somebody would have put out a camera when the incident happened, and we wouldn't even be here. They would have been held accountable. So Dallas family, I'm with y'all 100%. I love y'all, and uh, we're we, we going to get justice for Jay. I promise you that. Love y'all. Reverend Johnson. Is that Reverend Johnson? Come on. Praise God. First, I give honor to the angel of this house and to the other minister on the roster who was speaking. I bring you greetings. My name is Reverend Wanda Johnson. I bring you greetings from California. I am the mother of Oscar Grant that was killed 2009 at the Fruitvale BART station in Oakland, California by a BART police officer. So I extend to you, and I want to encourage you on tonight. Uh, there was a story in the Bible about a woman named Rizba who lost both her sons. They were both hung, and she would not uh, stop uh, waving and protecting her sons until David, the king at that time, gave them a proper burial. And so I want to encourage you, I have been on this fight and this plight for almost 15 years now. The scripture says in Ecclesiastes that the race is not given to the swift yeah. nor to the strong, yeah. but to the one who endures till the end. And it's as we band together and as we stick together and we stand up for what is right, understanding that it may take some time, but I want to encourage you, my sister, to not give up the fight. Keep fighting because you're not only fighting for your sons, you're fighting for the other ones who will uh, be faced with the same situation that you and I are faced with. 
And so I want to encourage you today that, you know what, there is a need for transparency. There is a need for accountability. And until we stand up and say no more, we will still see other lives taken. And so it's going to require all of us to come together to stand up against the system, a system that was not created for us in the first place, understanding that, and rebuilding the system. And the only way we could be rebuild that system is by us speaking up like you're speaking up, like you're saying that you're not going to accept what they did to your baby. And the family that's with her, continue to hold her arms up when she feels like throwing in the towel. Let her know that you're with her, that you support her, that you will fight with her, that you will encourage her, that you will stand in the city councils, that you will stand on the streets, that you will cry out until your voice is heard and you will not give in. So I want to encourage you. I love you. I bring you greetings from my family, my brothers here as well that will be speaking. And I just bring you greetings on today. Thank you. Bobby Johnson, come on. This is a show of strength. As my sister stated, first, let me back up. I am affectionately known to the community as Uncle Bobby and the Uncle of Oscar Grant. As my sister stated, my nephew, her son, was killed January 1st, 2009 at the Fruitvale Bark Station. Uh, let me see who I'm talking to. So, um, how many of you heard of Oscar Grant? First, raise your hand. Wow. This is an activist community. How many of you actually seen the movie Fruitvale Station? Raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the movie. For those who haven't raised a hand, that's actually a movie of our family. Um, backdrop. Oscar was killed January 1st. He's the flashpoint of the movement we see happening today. The movement called Black Lives Matter really originated with the murder of Oscar Grant. Of course, the founders, Lisa Garza, Patrice Cullors, Opal Tometi, was a part of the Oscar Grant movement. And we were shouting then, Black Lives Matter. And of course, three years later, after 3,000 bodies killed by the police, Trayvon was murdered, and then they classified a new movement took place. But I'm telling you, it actually happened when Oscar was murdered. And I'm saying that because we know when Emmett Till was murdered, he was the flashpoint that really pushed the civil rights movement in the 20th century. That's right. Oscar's the 21st century push of the new movement that we call Black Lives Matter. <sighs> this journey has been long, it's been hard. We've stood in front of my sister and myself and families, many families, if not 500 plus in the last 14 years 
and just bringing the best that we could as support, just loving on the families and sharing what we have learned through this process. Um, for your information, if you don't know, and we do have family here in Mobile, so we was blessed to spend some time with our family too. And my, of course, my cousin kind of hit me to the things that are occurring here so that I can understand the community. But what I want to say is that what I discovered through this report, the Rutgers report, since 2005, it's been 46 taser deaths here in the state of Alabama. 46. But did you know Mobile had the most taser death in the state of Alabama? Did you know, anyone, did you, any of you know this? Raise your hand. Okay, a couple of you do know. So that's telling us something. We have to address that issue. But there are several issues that we need to address. And so if I don't, if I can have a few minutes, I just want to just give you some instructions that will help you through this process. Because a lot of missteps can happen during this journey. We passed in 2015 AB 71, which is the use of force data collection. Because we knew in the state of California, X amount of bodies were being killed. And we kept saying this amount and this amount, but nobody was collecting the data. So we got the California Department of Justice to begin to collect the data. And what we found in the state of California, 175 to 225 are killed every year. Every year, OK? We know it's not that much here in the state of Alabama, but you still need to know those numbers, because this is how you address this issue. Once you get that data, then you pass a law that's centered around the demographics of who's being killed. For us, it was AB 953, the Racial Identification Profiling Act. There's a community here that I'm sure you can begin to get legislation passed to begin to deal with this issue. Yeah. Of course, in 2018, we passed AB 748. 748 is a video auto release in 45 days. They refuse to release the audio to you. And you need to see that audio because that begins the process of somewhat of healing, that journey toward the healing process. As long as you don't know, you're gonna suffer. And so we argued and we fight for that because families that are impacted want to know what happened. And this, this blatant act to not be transparent hurts not just the, the family members, but the community too. And it continues to keep that gap from bridging the gap between the community and the police. Of course, we also argued for SB 1421, the right to know, because we wanted to know what kind of characters these funny acting police officers that come into our neighborhood, who they are, what their history is. And we got that passed. So we can be now become more proactive. This is the journey we took. And it's not an overnight journey, but it is a journey that you have to go on if, like the pastor said, if you don't act today, it is going to happen tomorrow. But more importantly, I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to deviate that this is not about us. It is about this baby here, these grandbabies, and these grandbabies to come. Because if you fail to stand today, it will be their demise tomorrow. So we have an obligation to them to stand and do what we can to bring about real systemic change so that they have a right to life. It's good to see all of you in here. Some of you are going to fall off. But before you fall off, tell someone 
that you know that may stand with this family. Because the wheels of justice turn extremely slow. And so we need these bodies. We need you to be here. You know, I could go on with the legislation we don't pass. It hasn't solved the complete problem, but at least we are making the attempt to save these babies' lives. And that's what this work is all about. That's why I'm here today, is to love on the mama, to love on the father, to love on the family, and to do what I can to work with the community to help set you on a track Amen. that we know can bring real systemic change. Yes, we were in Akron, Ohio. I was just last week in Gulfport, Mississippi. Yeah. We travel this country dealing with this issue, sadly, on a regular basis. And, and, and for all those that may, uh, many of you are activists, so you, I'm sure you know, but since the murder of George Floyd, the violence against us has gotten worse. And if we fail to respond today, it's only going to get worse for our babies. And that's what my focus is about, knowing that I have to do this for my babies and my grandbabies and my great-grandbabies to come. Because if I fail to stand today, it's my fault. So we got to really take this to heart. This is not no easy task. Amen. But most importantly, it's the community that embraced us, stood with us, cried with us, went back and forth to court with us, that kept us strong enough to continue to be able to fight and talk to you. So love on this mother. Yes. Embrace this family. Yes. Stand with this family. Go back and forth to court with this family. But most importantly, shout out, I am Jawan Dallas. I am Jawan Dallas. Say it. I am Jawan Dallas. I am Jawan Dallas. Thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Lonnie Blue and Marco DeVish will come down and bless us. Amen. Bless us.
First of all, I want to just thank everybody for being here for us tonight. Um, I don't know where I would be or our family would be without y'all's support. I don't have a lot to say, but I do want to say that I'm here to get justice for my son and to find out the truth about what happened to my son. Um, Jay was a, a very good guy and he didn't deserve to leave here this way. Um, it's been a struggle these last few months dealing with him not being here. It's really, really hard. But I just want to say thank y'all so much for coming from everywhere that y'all came from. And I hope that y'all stay with us in this fight until we get justice for Jay. Thank y'all so much. Attorney McDaniel will come now. It's a pleasure to be here today. I want to say justice for Jay. Yes, yes. I don't hear y'all out there. Yes, yes. Justice yes, yes. for Jay. Yes, yes. Justice yes. for Jay. Are we going to stand up for justice yes. in Mobile, Alabama yes. today? Yes. Are we going to fight for our rights yes. in Mobile, Alabama today? Yes. I am Dr. Roderick Van Daniel, Esquire, attorney at law. I'm one of the lawyers that represent Christine Dallas and the Dallas family for the murder of Jawan Dallas. Yes. We have a problem here yes. in Mobile, yes. Alabama. Yes. We have a problem yes. in the state of Alabama. Yes. We have a problem yes. in the United States of America with transparency and accountability. This family deserves the truth. Yeah. This community of Mobile County deserves the truth. Yeah. Yeah. We're tired of the lies yeah. from Chief. Yeah. The chief, 
Prim. Prime? I'm just making sure. She prime. We tired of the lies. She getting on the news. He getting on the cameras. We have identification laws that you don't have to show your driver's license. They had no reason to come to him and ask him, can they see his driver's license? He didn't commit no crime. He didn't commit no crime that day. He was sitting in his car. Minding his own business. But they took upon themselves the Mobile Police Department breaking laws. They being savages in our community. We cannot continue to allow this in this community, no other community in the state of Alabama, no community in the state we're in the United States of America. We want justice, and we're going to continue to stand up for justice. Again, we're tired of the lies. Miss Christine Dallas, Phil, the rest of the attorneys, we went to the district attorney office. District attorney Blackwood, he lied to us. He said once he received the video, he was going to show us. Now we're having all these challenges. All these lies. All these new laws they want to throw at us and tell us is a grand jury secrecy. But I want to say this, during criminal investigation, when a crime happened in the community and you're still alive, the victim has rights, correct? Yeah. So when a person dies and has a personal representative, that same person has the same rights of the person that was killed, the victim. This proceeding is in criminal court. So we need to see the video. Yeah. We need to see the toxicology report. We have these new laws that have been passed, the HB 289, they're using it in Florence, Alabama. They're using it in Birmingham, Alabama, where I'm from. Won't stay. Hey, we're going to travel the whole world to change and fight for justice. In Mobile, Alabama, we're here. Miss Christine, Dad, I know you heard me. Phil, I know you heard me. We've been fighting together on this journey, and we're going to continue this fight. This family only want the truth. This community only want the truth. Can we get the truth? Could you imagine a district attorney, Blackwood, 
son or daughter was killed by the police, what would he do? What would he do? If the mayor of Mobile, son or daughter was killed, what would he do? Enough with the silence. Enough with the evasiveness. Enough with the secrecy. Because we came before the district attorney Blackwood before this even reached the grand jury. We tired of the lies. We want the truth. America is the greatest country in the world, but we have flaws. We have certain constitutional rights that are bestowed upon us. We have constitutional rights in this process. We have these new laws. We're going to keep fighting for the family. We're going to keep fighting for the truth. And for they tell us, our community, I'm going to tell you just a little bit about me. I'm from Aberdeen, Mississippi. I grew up in poverty. A single mother of four raised me by the Tom Bibby River. I think y'all had the Tom Bibby River down here too, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up by the same river. I grew up with the same challenges growing up in a small town trying to find our way, fighting against this system that was never designed for us. But we're going to continue to fight because we've been fighting. We've been fighting for 400 years. Why are we going to stop fighting now? Are you going to stand up for justice? Are you going to stand up for justice? Yeah. Are you going to fight for your rights? Yeah. Are you going to fight for your rights? Yeah. Justice for Jay. Yeah. I don't hear y'all. Justice for Jay. Yeah. I don't hear you. Justice yeah. for Jay. Yeah. I thank you all today. So this song about the thing y'all is called free by me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm free. 
Say his name. 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 Won't you say his name? To the Dallas family, particularly Jawan's parents, God bless you. I know I speak on behalf of all of us and all of us watching on the live stream all over the world right now as it's being streamed out everywhere. We ask those watching to please share this stream. I know I speak on behalf of all who are part and who are with us tonight. We admire your strength and your courage and your tirelessness in standing up for your son. For in standing up for your son, you stand up for all of our sons and daughters and fathers and mothers and aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters who are impacted by this and who too, like Oscar Grant, lost their lives. Give the Dallas family another round of applause to the Grant family, Reverend Wanda and Uncle Bobby, who too have remained tireless. I don't know y'all, we talk about the talk we have to have with our children about this. But sometimes I have to have the talk with myself because I don't know where I'd find the fortitude that you all have my, 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 my. to have one of your own children snatched from you in this way. And so we admire you for years you've been out here. And everywhere I go, they are. When we stand up for families who are victims like this, wherever I am, I find them. Please applaud the Grant family as well for their stance. To our attorney here who's representing the family, please give him a round of applause. To our vocalist, to Reverend Allgood, Brother Jackson, all who've spoken here, and of course, to the shepherd of this house, this branch of Zion. Bishop uh, Frank Madison Reed, who's one of the bishops in the AME Church down in Florida. I texted him just a little while ago yeah. and told him where I was. And he replied, just like you said. You said, Mark, he, he knew my father. He knows my whole family. And we all love him. Please give Reverend Woolridge, my love, Bishop said, let's all give Reverend Woolridge our love, if we would. Amen. I know I'm in a historic place. Mobile. Africa town. Clotilda. Also the birthplace of one of my personal heroes in a hero to many others, Hank Aaron. Yes, sir. I was a little boy. I think I was about, I hadn't yet turned eight. I was seven years old. And my mother turned on the TV that night to watch the game in Atlanta. And when Hank 
hit that 715th home run. We all remember certain moments in our life. I remember seeing that tiny and saying to myself, I knew then I could be anything I wanted to be. Because we weren't considered human. We weren't considered able to do those things. Nobody who looked like us could achieve those types of things. So what is the first thing I said when I saw it? When I came up, I saw the, must have been divine, I saw the address out in front of the church. 714. In Mobile, 714. And that was the mark that Hank needed to break. And we, we lift him up and remember his name as well. But this, this history in this place, in a state so crucial to our civil rights struggle, Mobile and Birmingham and Montgomery and Selma, Dr. King would say when the story was written there, was a great people here in this place called Alabama. No less here in Mobile, Mobile with its own civil rights struggle. But look, throughout the civil rights movement, particularly here in Alabama, what was it known for? It was known for the brutality, oftentimes, that the police themselves displayed against our people against protesters and demonstrators. That was common in Alabama. In fact, unlike anywhere else, it was televised all over the world from Alabama. The Kennedy family didn't want to get involved in Birmingham. But when the videos of the police violence came out, they had to get in the middle of the the. The White House didn't want to get involved in the desegregation of the University of Alabama. The student who was the first to cross that threshold was recruited from here in Mobile. Amen? Your back door. Governor Wallace, segregation now, segregation today, segregation forever, standing in the doorway with the police flanking him, enforcing that segregation. Nobody wanted to get involved. Selma, the police, the state troopers, the authorities trying to beat us into submission. I'm saying all this to say, look how far we've come. By faith. That's right. Not only through prayer, but through praying with our feet. Yeah. If we could beat back the police in Mobile, Bull Connor in Birmingham, George Wallace in Montgomery and Selma, we can handle this situation in Mobile. Yeah. If we could win those victories, we can handle this in, 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 in Mobile. The sad thing is that back then, none of the police looked like us. Now today, what do we find? Police and city officials and city council members and the city attorney, 
Did all those who shed their blood for us in Mobile and Birmingham and Selma and Montgomery do that? For us to fight to have people to look like us in those high places? To then do the same things that were done to them who died for us? I think not. We, we, we all mourn together. That's what collective trauma is. When Oscar was killed, I felt it. When Jawan was killed, I felt it. And Trayvon and Brianna. But then came Tyree and Memphis. And wasn't that different? Not only, am I right, were we hurt for Tyree, but when we saw the officers were black, that brought in another. Did it not level of pain and hurt? One of the challenges we face is that when we know there are people like us involved in this, we don't always want to hold them accountable because we know that's, that's our black city council member. That's our black attorney. We don't want to. No, a lot of us don't. The DA in, in, in Mississippi, they found the arrest warrant. For, for Mother Karen, uh, uh, Brian, whatever, I can't think of a name. Brian, who said Emmett whistled at her. They had an arrest warrant, found it after 50 some odd years. A brother, but he wouldn't execute no more. What did some people say, Reverend? Well, you know, he's a brother. And, 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 and you know, Mark, he's a Kappa. We don't want to. In some of these cities, probably here. Well, I, I know the city attorney. I know the cop or the politician. We shop at the same grocery store. He's a member of my church. No! It was in Memphis that showed us the way. Some of the brothers went another fraternity. I'm naming these attorneys. I'm not, uh, 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 fraternities, I'm not naming yours. I'm not leaving yours out by a person. <laughs> Omega Sci-Fi. Omega Sci-Fi said, you can't be in this fraternity no more after what you did to Tyree. They were members of churches. The churches, the pastor said, is that you, son, on that video? Are you a deacon in my church beating that young man to death? A black man in a black church? You can't be a deacon here anymore. Some of us are going to have to make those decisions. Yes, sir. And we might have to make them right here in Mobile. Bishop Barber will tell us it's not always straight black, straight black and white. It is, it is both. Because we didn't die for people who look like us to assimilate into the characteristics of the white supremacy that we fought against all those years ago. That ain't to say white supremacy is gone, but we don't need black folks practicing white supremacy. <laughs> Clarence Thomas, <clears throat> I'm sorry, someone's in my throat. We don't need that. And so family, as I make way for the bishop for this very important Thank you for some water. For, for this very important message, <laughs> we need to hear 
Brother Woolrich sent us, Uncle Bobby, with the word of God. Reverend Tony, we can't even preach no more. In a context that is not relevant to what we're dealing with today. Our young people ain't coming to the church because they don't see the tie-in. They don't see the relevance. This is how we know a God we serve. This is how we know who the Son of God is we serve. Because he lived the life we're living today. When he was a young man, not even an adolescent yet, Herod sent the police to chase him and take him down. And all his life, they never stopped following him. The authorities always pulled him over to question him and profile him. Who are you? What are you doing? Answer this question. Explain yourself. Jesus was pursued and hunted yes. and ultimately captured, That's right. convicted, tried, and executed in the same day. Oscar tried and executed in the same day. Jawan tried and executed in the same day. Judge tried, Brianna, Trayvon, Eric Garner, Michael Brown, George Floyd. We know the story. The risen Savior we serve every Sunday had the same experience. God didn't give us that. God didn't send someone to live our experience, his only son, so that we could forget about it and not apply it. That's right. That's right. That's right. You own this one. We, 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 we can't disconnect it. And then what did the people do? See, see, Jawan, Jesus, Jawan, Jesus, when Jesus was executed by the police and authorities, the disciples overnight became apostles and preached the word. They killed. The police killed. Our Savior. So guess what? If Jesus had his apostles, so does Juwan. You all are the apostles of Juwan Dallas. We have been the apostles of Oscar Grant. And so we demand at this hour, as the apostles for Jay, for justice for Jay, for this, for this mother, we demand the video. Yeah. Now we're going to get some more, and we're going to ask for some more. There's no question in faith, because we are doing, in the name of God, what was done on behalf of our Savior. Jesus didn't connect, disconnect himself from us. No, sir. No, sir. He says, you all want to be like me, whosoever believeth in me, greater things than these you will also do. He said, you're going to do the same thing as me. So we're doing it, Jesus. We're going to win. W-I-N, it's just a question of when. W-H-E-N. We're going to win. No excuses, no more. We want the video. No excuses. No more. 
We want the video. No excuses, no more. We want the video. As I take my seat and give way for a message to, a message from our leader, a great scholar, Dr. John Henry Clark. Once said this, we, ha we have a problem. Sometimes as a people, Doc, when Dr. King was killed and Malcolm X was killed, we got paralyzed. Dr. Clark said, they gave their lives in the way Christ did. Christ didn't tell us to say, we're just gonna stop. They just go down. Dr. Clark said, if you're on chapter 14 and the leader gets taken from you, mourn the leader, but then turn to chapter 15 yeah. and keep on going. Civil rights movement didn't end. The government was involved in killing Dr. King. And when he gave his life, he had organized the Poor People's Campaign. Bishop Barber is speaking on behalf of repairs of the breach tonight, but we also know he's reorganized the Poor People's Campaign. When the leader is taken and you're on chapter 14, you turn the page and go to chapter 15. Bishop Barber is giving us the next chapter. We ought to take up our own cross and carry it forward. And so the next voice you'll hear, one whose sandal I am unworthy to untie. Bishop Wilma, William J. Barber II. And as I go once again, say his name. 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 Won't you say his name?
tapes been released. Now there are those who we understand the city lawyer goes to the city council and says it's illegal according to the state of Alabama. Well, let's unpack that. A lot of states have made it illegal to just simply give the tapes to the family, but it is not illegal for the family and the lawyers and, and whoever they decide to view the tapes privately. We've done it in state after state. It's going to come out. But why is there such refusal, such refusal for truth, transparency, and justice? The DA and the city attorney and the city council could figure it out. This is not a case where it's simply about black versus white, because the DA is white, city council versus black, there were white and black cops on the scene that night. This is about police violence, truth, justice, and transparency for Jack. That's why we call on all people. Regardless of your race, your color, or your creed, you should be joining us all over Mobile, all over the state. That's why we're beaming out tonight to tens of thousands of people via uh, online. Truth, transparency, and just If they can do this in Mobile, if they can hold tapes and not even let the mother or her lawyer see them for this length of time in Alabama, what do you think is going to happen in Mississippi, or North Carolina, or Florida, or New York? Indiana or Missouri. This case has national implications. Here you have a diversity council, someone who's African American and dead, and yet we're seeing the same stall tactics that we would see if it wasn't a diverse city council. We want truth. We want transparency. We want justice. When I preached the eulogy at the request of Mother Dallas, we said it's time to stop these funerals, and we're not going to stop them. Well, I waited until after the fact. We're going to stop them by when they happen, having truth, transparency, and justice, and then conviction, if it's warranted, and prosecution. That's how we're going to stop. When people know they can't hide behind a blue wall or a black wall or any kind of wall, a police wall. They can't hide behind procedures. They can't hide behind tricky uh, state laws and and, and city laws that are designed to frustrate justice. Instead, they must figure out how to do the right thing so that we can have truth and transparency and justice. Jesus said it like this, only the truth can set us free. Only the truth can set Miss Dallas free from her tears. Only the truth can set a family free from their hurt. Only the truth can set the community free from its suspicions. Only the truth can set uh, police departments free so that they can remove those who understand that a badge and a gun is too much power for somebody who thinks their job is to destroy and not to protect. Only the truth can set us free. We will not stop. We will not stop lifting his name, Jay's name. It's being lifted all over. It's been lifted all over the country. It's been lifted all over the media. It's being lifted before God. It's going to be lifted in court. We will see justice. We will keep fighting. We will not quit. Pastor, this church is not going to quit. Civil rights organization is not going to quit. Most of all, Mother Dallas is not going to quit. The parents of the breach is certainly not going to quit. Those of us who stand with the Poor People's Campaign in Alabama are not going to quit. The poets are not going to quit. The brothers and sisters in the hood are not going to quit. The sisters that can only imagine what it feels like for this mother to have to bear her son before she was buried herself uselessly, unnecessarily. We're not going to let you just malign his name and suggest that he has some problem. All of us have some problems, but none of those things can make you a candidate for death by police yeah. simply because they have
47 times. They took, excuse me, they, they sprayed him 47 times. And he died. And then the police wanted to say it wasn't their fault. Mm. 47 times they maced this man. He hadn't even done anything. They just want, they, they picked him up. For one thing, he died. We have got to stop this. Police do not have the authority to do things that jeopardize and put people's lives in jeopardy and kill people and then just say, oops, let it go. We will not let it go. For Jay's sake, we will not let it go. For justice's sake, we will not let it go. For love's sake, we will not let it go. We want truth. We want transparency. We want justice. We come here for Paris to preach to join with others to say forward together and not one step back. Make no mistake, the leaders of Mobile. This is on the beginning. We are different kinds, but we don't just come in one time and, and, and leave out. We are working day in and day out with the lawyers, with media, with others, calling for serious investigative reports to get all up inside of what's happening in Mobile, to get inside of the Mobile Police Department.
I can't give you, I answered and didn't answer. Okay. So you're going to try to reach him. Yep. Let's give Bishop Bob a round of applause. And I think he has more. Does he have more to say to us tonight? Sorry. Okay. We're going to, I think he wants to join us by phone now. Let's see here. Was that not a powerful message? Yes, sir. You want to come on? Is that me? Okay, stand by. Bishop Barber, we can hear you. Brothers and sisters, how are you tonight? I can hear you. I want you to know I'm just landing in New York. Uh, but when I got off the plane, and looked at the Twitter feed, I could see the thousands and thousands of people across the nation are watching what's going on in a mobile. We will not allow our brother's name to go silent. We will not allow his memory to be marred. And we will not allow stalling to keep justice from happening in mobile. Across this nation and in Mobile, people need to know, the city council needs to know, the city attorney needs to know, the county PA needs to know that the more you stall, the more we will stand. We cannot back up on this case. As we said, we know what the case is. The lawyers are doing the investigation. The tape does not prove our case, but the denial of the tape proves they have something to hide. We want truth, we want transparency. Don't hide behind any law. The mother, the lawyers should have been able to see that tape the day after our brother died. We must have justice. Not even an option. It's a must. You know, Pastor, the church will open it up for us. There's this scripture that says, let justice roll down. The word let there means must. It must. It must. It must. Nothing matters until justice rolled down like water, not a trickle, not a little bit at the time, but until justice rolled down like water, and that water and that mighty stream of justice washes away the lies, washes away the innuendos, washes away the denials, and makes everything clean and pure so the world can see the truth. I talked to Attorney Harry Daniels. And I'm sure that in a few weeks they're going to be coming with the formal filing of other legal. I'm saying that because there are some media that are watching this tonight. I want you to know, Ms. Dallas, that I spoke with one major media outlet, and they have decided that it's time for them to do a full investigative report on what's going on at Mobile. Not just with your son, but with the Mobile Police Department. Amen. We are not playing because our 
our lives are going to be played with. We want you to know that we've had full conversation and have alerted and we'll be writing a formal letter to the U.S. Attorney General Phil Wright saying that there must be a pattern and practice investigation in Mobile. In Mobile, Alabama. This is a must. We're not playing because our lives are nothing to play with. And let me finally say, and make it very clear, as I'm sure Mark Thompson, the pastor, and others have made it clear, this is not a case about black versus white. There are black and white people involved in this case, black and white officers. But folks need to understand, if you do wrong and you're black, you don't get a pass either. If you do white, right, wrong, and you're white, you don't get a pet. If you're white and you're standing with us, God bless you. If you're Latino and you're standing with us, God bless you. We want all justified people to stand up now with truth, transparency, and justice, and law, period. Period. Amen. And so I thank you all for today. I wish I could have been there. Uh, tonight, but when this was set this night, I did not want to hold up because of a schedule because I believe that there was a reason why God called this to be done on this night, the week before we go into Halloween. Because mm. truly, police violence and the killing, the shooting, the mason, the beating, the tasing of innocent bodies, whether they be black bodies or white bodies or brown bodies, is too often a horror story in America. That's right. That's it's right. Time for the nightmare of police violence to end and for the dream of justice to be fully realized in America, starting right there in Mobile. God bless you. God bless you, Mr. Barber. Amen. Amen. Let me, before I hand it back over to the pastor, just because I don't know, uh, we want to thank our sister here who's really kind of helping us coordinate. Sister Yolanda Barsdale of Repairs of the Breach. She's often in the background, but you know, some folk in the background, you never see them, but they really run the show. So we take instruction from her. Give her a round of applause, brother. Is there someone to give instruction for tomorrow? Did we assign someone with that? So we should do that then, right? Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. And then let me just add, Reverend, and Reverend's going to close us out. Um, um, what Bishop Barber said is true. The mother picked the date. One thing these both these families have in common, in common, Grant family, Miss Dallas, you know, some families, you know, they have the leaders and the attorneys decide everything. Sister Dallas told us, we're going to do this on this date. And we said, okay, I mean, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's just what it's going to be, amen? So not only is she showing in her grieving and her mourning a great deal of strength, but she's an organizer, amen? And, and obviously God has touched and empowered you with that blessing, even in the midst of your mourning, to be a leader, amen? Minister means to serve. People get it wrong, not just ministers of her. So if you, if minister means to serve, if you are serving, you are what? 
You a minister. So you minister to us. Amen. So you want to get the instructions from all? Okay, so you want to tell us, you, the doctor, uh, Reverend Boxdale is going to tell us where we're supposed to be tomorrow and what time, please. I, I, I'm nobody here, man. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so tomorrow we're showing up at the town hall, correct? 10 a.m. Um, we know that the meeting starts at 10.30, but we want to show up at 10 a.m. We want to be a collective force. We want to hold up the Dallas family, okay? So we show up and be there and strong with them. And um, there would be people to speak at the town council meeting. There is, you know, regular town business also occurring. And there's part, uh, there's a moment for commentary. So we, uh, you know, if you signed up for your commentary, go ahead and line up and, you know, make your speech there. And then afterwards we are going to leave and, uh, you know, meet with the press afterwards. So we would like to invite you, all of you back tomorrow to the Mobile uh, City Council meeting tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thank you. City Hall. And we're, we're marching, and we're marching after the press conference. We're marching. We're, we're walking nicely together. We're not marching. We're not marching. Okay, we're ni walking nicely. Yes. Silent walk, yes. vigil kind of a thing. Okay, we are going to walk. Walking nicely together. That's a new terminology for the new movement. WNT. Walking nicely together. To Mardi Gras Park. This is birthplace of Mardi Gras too, right? Just want to say, all you watching on the screen, y'all think New Orleans. This is where well, I was wondering about We can give a little history while we're here. You said I already know. I know that's right. Um, walking to Mardi Gras Park. Okay, got it. Where we will hold vigil. Where we will hold vigil. In memory of Juwan. So everybody got a 10 a.m. City Hall, noon press uh, conference, and immediately after we are walking nicely together. Yes. And then you added to it. We had we added. That's a lot of words. We try to get people to remember walking nicely together. You had another one. Walking nicely together or in order. Orderly. Orderly, okay. All right. Okay, we're not marching. That's right. Walking nice together. Thank you all. Let's get back to the Bishop of the House. Thank you for having us so much. God bless you. Attorney uh, Dr. Roderick Van Daniels, Esquire, will, has one last thing he needs to say to us. I just want to be about transparency and accountability. We talked about the mayor. We talked about the chief. Didn't want to give us the video. We talked about the city attorney. Didn't want to give us the video. We talked about the district attorney. Didn't want to give us the video. But we have to go deeper as well because I didn't email the House of Representatives in Mobile, mm -hmm. all of them, mm -hmm. and across the state of Alabama, yeah. and the senators. Are you going to stand up and be the voice? You should be in this house tonight. Yeah. Where are you? You are their elected officials. We need justice for Jay. Where are you? 
Are you going to stand up for your citizens no. of Mobile County? No. Are you going to stand up for your citizens of the state of Alabama? Oh, Justice for Jay. Oftentimes when we who are privileged and called into this ministry give instructions, there are those who say, now, he can go there if he want to, but I ain't going. So let me offer you some instructions that are not mine. <laughs> Micah chapter 6 uh -huh. and verse 8 says, yeah. He has showed the old man what is good, and what does the Lord require of thee? Yes. yes. But to do justly, yes. to love mercy, yes. and to walk humbly with thy God. If you don't stand with the Dallas family, and we all go on about our business like nothing happened, when it comes to our doorstep, you won't find anyone standing with you either. We want you to know that um, Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church tonight continues in its more than 200 year history from the day Richard Allen was pulled from his knees at the altar to let the white folk pray. Mm. And we could pray when they finished. And he walked out of St. George's Methodist Church, yes, yes. went a few blocks up the street there in Philadelphia, and there found a blacksmith store. And they began to worship. Examine your Bible very closely, and all of the temples and synagogues and houses of worship that we build and invest much money in, Jesus never built a house anywhere. Mm. He was out in the field. Yes, yes. And the sky was his canopy. And when folk got hungry, he got a little boy's lunch. And he broke it, gave thanks for it, and then distributed. You know the story very well. The Bible says that when he was finished, they collected what was left over. And it was 12 baskets. So I heard someone thinking here tonight, what were the 12 baskets for? I have an answer for you. He helped them in the moment that they were hungry yes, yes. and fed them. And then he had 12 baskets, one for January, one for February, one for March, one for April, one for May, one for June. Because he said, I will supply your need according to my riches and glory. I just need you to know tonight, don't be discouraged by what you see here. God is at work. Yes, yes. And the moment he releases his power, 
across Mobile. Remember, Selma was supposed to start here, and it did not. And I stand in the very pulpit that was pastored by a man for 35 years, P.H. Lewis, who was the pastor who let them gather at Brown Chapel in Selma and march from there across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Right. I want you to understand that I'm privileged to be able to stand where history was made here. We're going to make it again by getting justice for Juwan. Amen. For all of you who've come tonight, this family says thank you. This family appreciates your presence. For every preacher that's in the house, for every community activist, for every mother, for every somebody who came tonight just because your heart breaks for the Dallas family, Miss Christine Dallas and her family says, thank you. thank you. And I want you to know that we don't do this for acknowledgement because he gets the glory. Yes. In the midst of all of this, we shall lift his name. Yes. He gets the glory. Gets the glory. And we're going to get the victory because he says so. Won't you stand and receive the benediction? Now the Lord bless you, and the Lord keep you, and the Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you, and the Lord lift up his light of countenance upon you and give you peace now henceforth even forevermore somebody say amen. Amen. amen good night get home safely thanks for getting woke and listening to make it plain as always perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand, and above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love, and please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.